Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Ninety-seven-one FM Talk Podcast. I'm going to start, start playing a little bit more Christmas music here as we get closer to uh, Christmas time. I've been kind of doing a slow roll, but we can... And I like some unique Christmas songs. Not weird Christmas songs, but some... Unique, so we'll get to those in due time here. Sue has Sue's news for a Thursday afternoon. I have been, you know, away from Sue's news for a week, so I'm going through withdrawal. There's no doubt about that. Oh, what you missed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I know you guys had some technical challenges, et cetera, and I appreciate you getting through those. We'll have Congresswoman Ann Wagner with us a little bit later this hour. Bill O'Reilly in the next hour. My friend John Ziegler from Los Angeles, who is the co-host of the Death of Journalism podcast. He's got a lot to say on the news of the day. And then Joy Vitale will be here, blues radio color, color commentator on his experiences when he was a kid at SSM Health Cardinal Glenn Children's Hospital. And he was the first child ambassador for the Cardinal Glenn Miracle Network. We'll also maybe ask him about Greg Berube being fired and the uh, the Blues kind of being below average at this point. Before Sue's News, I wanted to, to coming back on the airplane the other day, saving a bunch of stories. I did mention I watched Barbie on the way back on Monday, and God, was that a terrible movie. I really had higher hopes for it. <laughs> did you say anything about it? I mean, could you contain yourself watching it, saying, thinking it was so bad, or did you have to... Well, no, I, I, I was just you. sitting there in my in my seat on Southwest with my headphones on, but I, I quite honestly, I don't think I finished it. I, I have 20 minutes left or so, it was, and I don't think I'll watch it. I, I was so shocked at how unfunny it was. I really was surprised by that. And again, maybe there was a different experience if you were in the theaters with a bunch of people, because I think laughter is sometimes infectious. But no, it did not work for me. But this I thought was interesting. This is Luke Combs. Who um, played Bush Stadium over the summer, big country star. This was his hit, you know, redoing the Tracy Chapman hit from the 80s, Fast Car, if you remember this from the summer. You get a fast car. But this was interesting because he took the social media, um, maybe I didn't even read this story, I could have been lying because this came out on Wednesday, to say that he was sick to his stomach after waking up to learn that he had won a $250,000 judgment against a Florida woman who had earned $380 selling 18 handmade drink tumblers with Luke Combs' likeness on them. So he says, oh, I didn't know anything about this. And it was handed down the decision in an Illinois court. The woman was on TV and she gave a tearful um you know, interview because she was upset about this. Combs said that he called the woman. Nicole Harness is her name. He says, I'm going to send you $11,000 to meet your immediate needs. Double the 5550 she said was locked up in her Amazon store account. 
and all of her profits are now earmarked to go toward the $250,000 judgment a judge says she owes Luke Combs. So then the obvious question would be, well, wait a second, how does right, Luke Combs... Right. Well, here's what happens, okay? And look, he is a monster star. These, yes. these acts are like corporations to a certain extent because they have so many things going on, especially you get into some of the female artists with clothing and merchandise, etc. But he says, we do have a company that goes after folks, only supposedly large corporations operating internationally that make millions and millions of dollars making counterfeit T-shirts, things of that nature, running illegal businesses. So apparently, somehow, she got wrapped up into that, and he said, that makes me absolutely sick to my stomach. So I guess this is a situation where the lawyers you know, got a hold of this, and the whole legal team said, hey, we, we have to, I, I don't know, but she says that she didn't even know she was being sued because the notice of the lawsuit went to a spam folder in an AOL account. Yes, she's the person in the country that has an AOL (laughs) account. She goes, it's very stressful. I don't have money to pay my bills. She said she came up with the idea after attending his show in Tampa. Um, But he's being pretty cool about it. She says, I didn't mean any harm to Luke Combs. I quit selling the Tumblr. I pulled it down. I just don't understand. So that's what she said to WFLA-TV, which is down in Tampa. And that's kind of how he saw the story. And he went on Instagram and gave his response. Um, And I guess it was part of a judgment where she was just one of the people being slapped with the $250,000 fine. So what comes to the fine and whether or not that's resolved in a different way, I don't know, but she's being helped out now by Luke Combs. So that's, that's kind of a good story for Christmas, right? So if you want to counterfeit things, just make sure you get on TV <laughs> and you can get the attention of <laughs> the country. Is that lesson, boys and I, girls? I don't know if that's the lesson, but okay. I like that as one of the lessons, I think. These allegations are deeply concerning. Does the president have any comment? We're not going to comment. It's not clear messaging. No, 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 no. And now, Sue's News, sponsored by Mr. Appliance, speedy expert service. Call 636-674-6446. Okay. I sent uh, Abby at the last second. And what I mean the last, when I say the last second, I do mean the last second, uh, something to pull for Sue's news. Uh, you know, since Mark's back. <clears throat> and do we have it or do we not yeah, have Yeah, we do. It? We've oh, got okay. one of them. Uh, on Am this I supposed day, to do something with it? It'll come up. <laughs> okay. okay. It, it'll be clear. You don't need to know. Plus, right. we'll say there's music with this. All right. There isn't music with this, but oh, it's a classic. 53 years ago in 1970, the stop-motion holiday classic Santa Claus is Coming to Town aired for the first time. It's the story, if you don't recall, of how Kris Kringle became Santa Claus and Mickey Rooney is the voice of Chris, and Fred Astaire is the narrator. It's a classic, Fred. It. it is. I love it. Do you like to watch these? I guess... Well, do you watch them, Mark, with Alexa? I mean, this is your responsibility as a parent. We, we did when when she was younger. She's she's kind of out of the uh, stop motion animation Christmas game, uh, if you will. Well, wow, she got out of that fast. Yeah. I watched it way later. <laughs> well, that's all we had. Let's oh, try Okay, it. well, thanks for that. I feel well, hold better. Hold on, no, I love those movies Thank still. You. So I don't know Thank about that one. You. Okay, because I do too. And, and on this day in history, 44 years ago, in 1979, The Clash released their third album, London Calling. Yeah, that thing is 44 years old. It later ranked in the top 10 of Rolling Stone's list of 500 greatest albums of all time. All right, now we're going to be doing some traveling over the holidays, according to AAA, and I don't think that's a surprise. Fred, where are you going? Are you driving? Uh, we're just driving Christmas Day to Springfield, Missouri. That's not bad. We're here. Are you anywhere, Abby? 
nope, nope, staying home. My sister's flying in, so. Oh, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. And I will be here, but what, well, let me just say this on the travel front, because uh, last Friday, leaving for Las Vegas, and my flight was, I think, at 9 in the morning, it was so packed. Seriously? At, at I mean, the, I park, park in Lot C, and yeah, barely can get a shuttle there anymore, but it was loaded up with people. So Dang. I can't even imagine what it's going to be like this week. Well, AAA expects a record 7.5 million Americans to fly for the holidays this year. So expect even more chaos than usual. They say a travel expert has posted a list of tips in case you checked you know, in, in case you are traveling and you're going to check bags, and if they get lost, here are four things you might want to do. Now, this is not going to be a surprise. Number one, buy some of those Apple AirTags. Air tags. Yep. I'm I mean, getting some for uh, some of the people on my Christmas list. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Like my kids, because I, I think it would be helpful. I might slap one on Alexa's neck, too. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a bad thought. I and see. on your animals, your cat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good idea, Fred. Right. People make collars specifically for that. They do. Mm-hmm. Do they yeah, really? Like that's a collars, great yeah. idea. I tried to do that with, with that cat that Fred is referencing Dash. because Dash, Dash goes outside. It's this thing, like it's a little GPS collar, but no. he didn't want to wear it, and I never really no. figured out the technology. But I've seen, because you can kind of map where they, I'm curious about where he goes. How far does he go from the house, I'm right? interested in that. I know. Well, did he just shake it off, I, to quote Taylor I Swift? I just never really got it attached properly, and then I think I gave up. So, oh, well, yeah. that's how it Operator happens. Operator error. Buy some Apple AirTags, advice number one, and there are Samsung versions of whatever those Apple AirTags are. Just pop one in your bag. It's become a popular hack, but they're not really that cheap. A four-pack costs about 100 bucks. Yes. I want to put some on my golf clubs, though. That's not a bad I get book. nervous about that. Uh, book a direct flight. They say if, if hopefully you do have your tickets by now, but in general, they are far less likely to lose your bag if you're on a direct flight because how are they going to do that, that right? So, you're yeah. not going to throw it out the window. Number three, take a photo of your luggage before you fly. A lot of bags look the same, so if yours gets lost, it's helpful to have a photo you can send to the airline. Now, my mother, God love her, used to tie a ribbon around there, and it, they say it's still not a bad idea. Yeah, you tie we do a the ribbon same around thing. there. Yeah, I, I a tie little, a uh, bright color yarn. See, of mine. course you mm-hmm. do. It's not. We don't. What, what is the thing? It's like it's not yarn, but it has the little piece of metal in it. Where you like a little twist oh, tie yeah, that's yeah, got. Yeah. What is the, what's the word for that? What? Like, like a, a bread tie tag? sort of thing. But it's like that. A but car, it's got a car. Car. Uh, uh, oh, oh, I almost God. had it. Anyway, whatever that is. It's well, no, I wrapped the little. You know, you use yarn. This looks like this is like password. This looks like yarn, but it. It also like has the twisty aspect to it. Oh, so what is that? It's, it's like, like a pipe cleaner. A, like pipe, a pipe cleaner. cleaner. Pipe I think cleaner. that's what I'm looking for. All right. It's a colorful <laughs> pipe cleaner, if you Abby, will. Uh, would you crochet me a small luggage something identifier yeah, that's for a good idea. Uh, Christmas? I'll see if there's any out there, any yeah. patterns out well, there. I was going to say, just uh, any kind of, uh, you know, nothing, nothing elaborate. And you guys were giving me grief because we talked last week before my trip about checking bags versus not checking bags. Right. And I, I do check bags a lot because I don't like, and last week was a good example. I was like in the C boarding group, so I, I wasn't too upset that I was checking a bag. But I also had my golf clubs, so that's another that's reason. That's why you did So I get to Vegas on Friday. They come out of the carousel right away. I, I barely have to wait even 10 minutes. Of course, I get back to St. Louis, wait, and the, the opposite happens. And, it, and I knew that. I'm kind of prepared for how Lambert works this right now. But, yeah, it, it's not, not all airports fun. operate the same. Now, this is something I hadn't thought of. The fourth piece of advice is print out your itinerary and put it inside the bag. If it does end up in the wrong city and the tag rips off, they'll just open it up, look inside, and see where you are. It's really not a bad thought. 
Having your flight info there can help get your bag back to you as soon as possible. Really not a bad idea. Now, uh, while Mark was gone, uh, Abby played Paul McCartney's Wonderful Christmas Time, which we have loaded up here. And Do I have to play yeah, this? Here's the deal. Mark hates the song. I hate this song so much. Abby loves it. It's my oh favorite my Christmas song. And uh, it's her favorite. I, I cannot say that. Uh, I found an article that talked about a musicologist who broke down the reasons we either love or hate Paul McCartney's Wonderful Christmas Time. Fred, where do you stand? I like it. Do you? Yep. I could take it or leave it. I don't care. But uh, Nate Sloan laid out these reasons. Here they are. Number one, structure, or lack thereof. The song's uh, verse, chorus, verse structure is simple to a fault. At the same time, the song's harmonic harmonic patterns are diabolically complex. He said those chords are deep and jazzy, and it's a little bit of a current holiday canon was being composed, but the synths you either love or hate, the synthesizers, not in most Christmas music, and you either like it or you hate it. Also, the repeating of simply having a wonderful Christmas time over and over and over and over again drives some people insane Well, or not. Yeah, but repetitive lyrics are you know, part of the structure of most songs, so yeah. that, that's maybe not the part that bothers me. I just don't like it as a song, and I've heard it, let's face it, at this time. Maybe if I'm new to Wonderful Christmas Time, when was it out? Uh, ooh, I don't know. Okay. I don't think it says. Maybe the first two times, uh, it's okay. And I like Paul McCartney, but oh my God, Sue, really? You're going to let me you, play this more? Yeah, I'm have, so sorry. Have you heard the story about the Wham! Christmas song? Have you? Can I stop heard, playing that, by yeah, the way? Uh-huh, okay, yeah, sure. Thank God. Have you heard the song? Is it Last Christmas? Yeah. yeah. It's a, uh, there's a game in Britain that they play called Whamageddon. <laughs> and people hate the song so much that friends get together and they have this, like, survival thing. See who can oh my go gosh, the, the longest that. time without hearing the song by Wham. And you're the survivor if you can last so here the it is. longest. This is Wikipedia. Whamageddon. Ooh, that's not easy. Whamageddon is a game played during the 24 days before Christmas in which players try to go from December 1st to the end of Christmas Eve without hearing Last Christmas by Wham. If the player hears the song between those days, they're out of the game and have to post Whamageddon on social media to indicate that they have lost. Some of you lost today. The exceptions to this game are that the player can only listen to remixes and cover versions of the song. While Ooh, not that's encouraged technical. on the website, but technically still part of the rules, a player can send another player the song or play it to them so the other player loses the game. Oh, although Whamageddon is described as a survival game as opposed to a battle royale game. So there you okay, go. I, so, I never heard of that So before. here's the fun thing about that. This past weekend, yes. a football DJ at a stadium oh. in, in England played oh, it. Oh, and screwed and all those people. 7,000 people in the stadium <laughs> were eliminated because <laughs> they all played the game. There's That's an update. genius. You know it's what, Fred? evil genius. What? It's updated on Wiki. It says history, and then it says one of the earliest documented versions appeared on GT Planet, a sim racing-themed online blah, 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 2010. And then it says in December 23, the DJ at Sixfield Stadium in Northampton played last Christmas to a crowd, like you said, of 7,000 people with the intention of making everyone... Lose Whamageddon. He I later apologized, it says. Oh, that's fun. Well, what else could he do, really, at that <laughs> well, point? Well, we could do that with this song, although, good Lord. He, yeah, you can't avoid no, it. No, you can't. By the way, he, McCartney earns 400 to 600 grand from it every year. Wow. 
That is how often. Well, thank goodness for that. I mean, played. if there's someone out there that needs the cash, it would it's be Paul McCartney. Paul right? McCartney. Sue's News brought to you by Mr. Appliance, speedy expert service. Call 636 674 6446. And finally, in Sue's News, we have today's random fact. All right. Did you know who originated EGOT? The Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony, they call it, if you can win oh, all right. four of them, no, the I don't know who, who did that. It was Philip Michael Thomas. When he was on Michael, Miami Vice, he came with, up with the idea of EGOT. You win an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, a Tony. He even wore a gold medallion that said EGOT because he wanted to win them all. But as of today, he's never even been nominated for any of them. But it was him. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> says your him. sight's really high. Who brought it, it up? How random it. is that, right? Totally random. That is bizarre. There you go. Wrapping up Sue's News here for a Thursday edition. We'll do it again tomorrow in the 4 o'clock hour. We have Congresswoman Wagner coming up. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, a reminder, we have a Reardon Roundtable tomorrow. I think it's going to be the last roundtable of the year, at least for me. I'm off next Friday, and then we have the uh, the final week of the year. We're going to do some best-of shows that week. So roundtable tomorrow, Jane on the panel, State Rep Donna Berenger, and uh, political consultant on the Republican side of the equation, Greg Keller. Paul Hall with Entertainment tomorrow. Kusumano will be here. And we have Costas on the show tomorrow night talking about uh, SSM Health, Cardinal Glennon Children's Hospital, and the Tree of Hope campaign. So a lot of stuff going on. Even tonight, we're only halfway through the program. We'll have um, Bill O'Reilly after the top of the hour. He's got his latest book out, Killing the Witches, but he'll weigh in on all the news of the day. And then my friend John Ziegler from Los Angeles and Joy Vitale from the Blues and an audio cut of the day. So a lot to get to, including our next guest, Congressman Ann Wagner, who I think is back in town after a busy stretch in Washington. Ann, how are you this afternoon? Ann, are you there? Ann, how are you this afternoon? I'm good. I have to tell you what, uh, just just getting home to uh, the 2nd District after, you know, besides the, the week of Thanksgiving, Mark, we have been in session now for 14 straight weeks. So I am... Uh, I am happy to come home and, and begin to, to prepare for Christmas 
<laughs> so does that mean now you just kind of go through the uh, the protocol here? Does that mean you're done then for the year? No more trips back? Is Congress shut down for the most part? Well, you just don't know. The the Senate may still they're still playing potentially with a with a supplemental, but we've made it really clear that um, if, if they want money to shut down Putin and uh, help Ukraine, if they want money for for Israel, and if they want money for uh, for Taiwan to uh, push back against China. We want to make sure our southern border is uh, secure. So um, uh, they're going to have to not give us money for that. <clears throat> Pardon me. We want some policy changes. Right. We want the Remain in Mexico policy. We want, you know, a, a, asylum reform. We want this catch and release where millions and millions have been flooding in now for, you know, close to two years um, or more since Biden took over and opened our southern border. Uh, you know, the fentanyl, look at that alone, 100,000 Americans dead uh, last year. It's it's uh, the biggest killer of 18 to 34-year-olds in the United States of America. So uh, as far as we're concerned, they're waging a war at our southern border, and um, or we're, I, I want to help out. I, I, I believe that we have an axis of evil in, in Russia and Putin, in China, and in Iran, certainly. Uh, and uh, we did send some uh, package over. Uh, on Israel, I can say to the Senate, but but if they get their act together, if the president actually comes to the table and decides to, neg- to negotiate, then uh, and gives us some border policies, then we'll uh, I'll fly back and vote on that. Absolutely, I will, and at a moment's notice. But he's going to have to realize that we'd be doing him a big favor because he's drowning with the millions of illegal migrants that are flooding and all the fentanyl and trafficking and terrorists. Let me just add too, across our southern. Border. Well, let me let me kind of expand on it. By the way, I, I like the fact that today is like a raspier. It sounds like your your rock and roll radio voice today. Uh, but well, I I think you've been out kind of a little under the weather or something, and I I think they've they've, they've just literally, you know, I'm, I'm I am. I am dragging. Let me well, say. Well, that's what happens when you're, you're, yeah, sleep deprived, et cetera. But let me, let me kind of circle back to the border. I have been out for a few days, but when I was here last week, I was in, in, look, I've people like you and me, we followed this stuff at the border, but I couldn't believe the reports from Bill Malusion on Fox showing Chinese nationals lined up um, men from Africa, no women and children, by the way, the amount of people that were streaming over the border, it's just stunning. And I think that there's a, a fair amount. When I say a fair amount, maybe like 80% of the American people that have no idea how severe this is and it's not just from the the northern triangle area um or from certainly not from mexico they're coming in from well over 200 different uh countries all over the globe and many of them from um uh from from countries that that uh, uh we have real strife with right now um they're coming in from the middle east they're coming in from china they're 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 coming in um uh, from areas in Africa and just everywhere. And it's begun also to not just be a southern border issue, but a northern border issue also. So um, this millions, millions, you know, six to eight million, not to, to mention the gotaways. And as I said, uh, the fentanyl, which is the, the biggest killer of, uh, of young people. So, so I, I am happy as a vice chairman of, of foreign affairs to, is to stand up uh, for our friends and allies, Israel, Israel and, and defeat the terrorist group Hamas um, and Iran. And, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy to also continue to defeat 
uh, and take out uh, Russia and Putin uh, and to push back against China. But we need our southern border secure. So uh, if, if, if you want money for our, for those areas, we're going to have to do something about the policy, the policy, not dollars, the policy at uh, our southern border. So obviously on the defense authorization bill, you, you don't you, you yeah. never always get everything you want. Right. But there are reports that there were some things related to the culture war that maybe conservatives lost out on. Are you are you happy with that overall, that bill? Oh, I I really I really am. I mean, I, I think our our you know, and you're right. It's this is a negotiation. We're dealing we know we have uh, at this point only a two seat majority in the House. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And we don't have the majority in the Senate. Uh, that's run by Chuck Schumer and the Democrats, and obviously it's the Biden White House. So, but this is a great defense, uh, national defense authorization, and our number one job, frankly, is to support our military and provide for our, our our nation's national defense. And this brings home, Mark, and people should know in the region here, uh, over 3.6 billion dollars for for the St. Louis metro area. Uh, it's amazing. I'm going to get 24 F-15 EXs. Uh, we've got two of the P8A Poseidons. We've got all those JDAMs that we're actually using in, uh, in, into uh, the Gaza Strip to help Israel. They're very high pre- GPS precision bomb. Those are all produced, all of them produced in St. Charles, Missouri. So um, that's great. It, we've got the, the largest pay raise in, for our troops in, in more than 20 years. And uh, we've made some, some big investments in deterring uh, Russia, China, Iran. I got a couple great uh, amendments in there, actually. My Maritime Act, which is it's a bipartisan bill that um, kind of builds on the Abraham Accords in the Middle East and uh, kind of helps our partners in the region counter the sea-based threats that they have, uh, mainly from, uh, from Iran. And then I also got, as you know, you and I have talked about the child sexual abuse and exploitation and how it's exploded in our in our uh, in the United States, and so I also got an amendment in there that there's they're, they're required to do a certain level of education uh, to our members of our U.S. Armed Forces, the Department of Defenses. So in addition to their anti-trafficking office doing that, they're incorporating now my child sexual abuse and exploitation um, uh, education and information to uh, our troops too. So. I mean, it's all in all, I think it was a, a, a good win. And um, and we, you know, we didn't get all the culture war stuff, but but we got a, a good, good chunk of it. I have to tell you, they, we set up a, a parent's bill of rights to ensure that parents in DOD schools have a right to review the curriculum, you know, that's provided and provide consent, frankly, before schools, you know, conduct their 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 business. And there were some, you know, they had some DEI bureaucracy uh, freezes and, um, you know, some things of that nature, I think, that, that got done. But but really, the purpose of this is, again, uh, um, our, our safety, our security, our military, our troops, and our, our yeah. nation's defense. So Absolutely. I feel, I feel good about it, and um, I'm glad we got it across the finish line. Uh, I think Senator Hawley is going to take this, uh, this RECA amendment and, and and handle it the way it's supposed to be handled, not use it as an amendment, but um, but to, to to try and uh, have it as a standalone piece of legislation. It it cost 147 billion dollars, and he had no pay for for it. I think he tried to to measure it down a little bit, but 
really, this is a piece of legislation that should move through judiciary. He's well poised to do it. And, and uh, frankly, uh, two-thirds of this, uh, those that have suffered the fallout of this radioactive exposure um, are in Cori Bush's district. And uh, she's on judiciary. She never votes for the NDAA, the defense authorization. So she wouldn't not. have supported yeah. it. So, you know, I mean, but she can support a standalone bill move through judiciary, which she's on. So I've encouraged them to take that route. I'm going to be as helpful um, as I can because I've got constituents of a few in St. Charles and a number of them that um, are uh, potentially affected. So, you know, you, you take what you can get here. And uh, I feel pretty good about uh, about this bill. And we passed that before we left today. And then, of course, yesterday was the big impeachment. Well, let me, yeah, let me stop you there because I want to read you the New York Times, their unbiased coverage. This is Luke Broadwater, the, <laughs> report, the reporter from the Capitol. The House voted on Wednesday to formally open an impeachment inquiry into President Biden pushing forward with a year-long GOP investigation that failed to produce evidence of oh, anything God. approaching high crimes or misdemeanors. They're in total denial still about all these things that, and, you know, I, I would admit that we don't know all the, uh, all the information, but that's why we're trying to find it out with Hunter Biden not showing up for his uh, subpoena, et cetera. So I completely, fully support this moving forward. Well, let me tell you what it is. And, and people seem to be confused, including, you know, the, the uh, mainstream media. This is opening up and going forward with what the White House has asked for and a, a vote they wanted and insisted upon a vote on an impeachment inquiry. We, we haven't impeached him, okay, yet, but this is an impeachment inquiry and that means that the white house is going who is or currently refusing to cooperate with our three committees of jurisdiction and uh, oversight judiciary and ways and means um they're going to have to to follow our subpoenas they've refused the doj to allow at least two of their two attorneys to to come to house judiciary committee uh they they've refused to have a former white house counsel come and testify yesterday Hunter Biden found his his way all the way over to the uh, to the Capitol and uh, <laughs> yeah, in front of the Senate he just wouldn't go in the daggum door right and walk into and, and let me tell you what that subpoena was for Hunter that wasn't a subpoena for a press conference it wasn't a subpoena for a hearing it was a subpoena for a deposition of tens of thousands of of, of, of pieces of information that under oath with his attorney. And with our attorneys, uh, that uh, they wanted to question him in, in, in private and continue their uh, investigation. This wasn't a grandstanding uh, operation. And, I mean, the, the Biden family, Inc., uh, you know, I don't know if there's fire, but there's certainly smoke. They've got a, a web of, of over 20 companies, you know, LLCs and and other yeah, there's some serious questions, right? Well, then, yeah. and Peter, as you know, Peter Navarro was put in handcuffs on the tarmac of an airport when he defied the uh, congressional order on January 6th. So I, I don't know why we have anything that is along those lines, but obviously we've learned that there's all kinds of double standards when it comes sure. to the Justice and, Department. And Biden's going to get, uh, uh, Hunter Biden's going to have a, a contempt of Congress uh, 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 laid out in front Good. of him or initiated, I have to say, because he absolutely... Not only did he just give us the back of the hand in terms of uh, showing up for his deposition, uh, as he actually came and he just did a press conference. I mean, this, this, this guy and his, and his companies and, and family and business associates, $24 million from foreign nationals to Biden family members. 
10 different accounts opened up. As I said, over 20 companies and LLCs. I mean, these, these transfers ranged everywhere from 5,000 to 3 million bucks. They came from China, Russia, Ukraine, uh, I think Kazakhstan, and maybe even Romania. I mean, it's, it's absurd. And, and of course, we've got questions. And, um, and of course, the big thing is um, we want to know if, uh, if the, the now president of the United States, when he was vice president or, or senator, were involved in, um, in any of this nefarious uh, transaction with, with foreign uh, nationals, many of whom are our adversaries. So, you know, but you got to have an investigation. And I want to say this, too. Unlike the Democrats who impeached before the investigation and inquiry, yeah. we're opening up a real inquiry and doing a real investigation before we decide if, if we are going to or not going to move articles of impeachment. So I, I'll never forget that last impeachment of Trump. It was it was horrible. They, they announced it on a Thursday and took a vote on a Monday. You know, I mean, you got to be kidding me. Right. So anyway, it's um, I think we're going about it the right way. And um, and uh, and they're the ones who said, I mean, literally, this is a quote from the White House that they don't have to, to they, they challenge our House subpoenas by saying the existing the existing impeachment probe, quote, does not exist because there has been no vote. So they got their vote. Yeah, it's a bunch of nonsense. Yeah. And all 221 Republicans, all of us, I haven't seen us all agree on something this entire year. Okay, (laughs) so. um, All right. Well, you have welcome back. Uh, Have a great Christmas. Dr. Mark is going to prescribe some hot tea for the vocal cords. (laughs) And we will talk soon after the first year. Have a great Christmas. My best to Ray and the family. I uh, and, and, and to you all, too, I'm, I'm just you're going to have a just a glorious one. So um, good to be home and hope to get around the district here a little bit while I'm I'm back for a couple weeks. So, all right. And we'll care. see you soon. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hey, Bill O'Reilly on the other side of Fox News after 5 o'clock. I have an audio cut of the day coming up as well. This whole thing with the uh, the Boston City Council mayor, I haven't touched on that. Been a couple of stories this week since I've been out that are fascinating. Sue, are you caught up on this one? I am not. Oh, this is fascinating. So you're going to hear here in a second from the mayor of Boston, Michelle Wu, who is Asian. She is not African-American. But there was an invite for the mayor's holiday party that was specifically sent to electeds of color. But the problem is they sent it to the white supremacists on the board as well. And then after they sent that out, 15 minutes later, the aide, Denise Dos Santos, who is the city's director of city council relations, oopsie, blasted out a follow-up email saying, I wanted to apologize for my previous email regarding a holiday party for tomorrow. The, the, see, the white, whiteies were not supposed to get the invite. She said, I did send that to everyone by accident, and I apologize if my email may have offended or came across this. <laughs> so sorry for any confusion this may have caused. So you have six people of color and seven white supremacists on the city council. So the No Whites holiday party has drawn some media attention. And then the Boston Mayor, Michelle Wu, was asked about it. And here's what she said. Given some of the strife that exists, though, in this council, are you concerned this lends itself at all to further divisiveness? No, I mean, um, again, this is a, a, a group that has been in place for many, many years. We want to be a city where 
everyone's identity is embraced and what? that there are spaces and communities that we can help support. Everybody's identity is embraced unless you're white, right? Can, I, I, this is just stunning. And by the way, those of you listening right now, Sue, you're not going to hear it unless you're watching Fox today or listening right now. You don't know about this story. Oh, no. Uh-uh. Right? Because they, the CNN's not going to cover this. The the Denise Dos Santos says, Honorable members, on behalf of Mayor Michelle Wu, I cordially invite you and a guest to the Electeds of Color holiday party on Wednesday, December 13th. Please let me know if you plan to attend. Now, obviously, I could say something simple as, can you even imagine if it was just, you know, the elected white people? But then we'll be told, well, white supremacists have had all the advantages in the world and the people of color need help. But let's let's just say that we did this and it was, you know, welcome to the— um, just the African-American people of color. If you're, if you're not another color, if you're not Hispanic, if you're not Asian, we don't want you here either. The whole thing is just ludicrous. It really is. So one of the guys that's on the, uh, the council, black Democrat, who is named Brian Worrell, says, we make space and spaces for all kinds of specific groups in the city and city government. But he says, this is no different. And the electeds of color, because I guess this is some sort of um, group, has been around for more than a decade. I think you can have the electeds of color, but why do you have to, you know, exclude the other races? She's not dreaming of a white Christmas, right? She'll not be serving white wine. She uh, will not have white meat chicken. She will not have um, (laughs) pale faces invited to the Parkman house. Powell, by the way, I have to give credit where credit is due. That's from another uh, radio host in Boston. Howie Carr is one of the best in the business. I've met Howie over the years, and he's the one that came up with those lines. So essentially, and here's another user that says, so in Boston, you can attend the mayor's holiday party if you're white. How much, or you can't attend if you're white. How much longer are Americans going to tolerate this left-wing racist crap? But again, it's it's not deemed racism when they do it on their side, and she gets to come out. The Boston mayor said, ah, this is, you know, this has been around for a long time. I loved Howie Carr's response. So that was outstanding. O'Reilly is coming up. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 